0: Hey, greetings fellow slinging agents in the wild, it's your trusted handler Brian, and here we are once again at the end of another season, and with it, the end of the year. Now normally we don't take a break between seasons, we just keep on barreling through from one scenario to the next. But with so many of our hard-slingers away from their respective digital rage rooms, including yours trusted here, the break has become inevitable. And I think as the show continues to progress from season to season, this post-season's break may actually become the norm, but don't you worry. No, no, no. Why? Because we got you covered. How? Because the recording of Season 15 is already in progress. So in the interim of waiting for Season 15's collateral damage, be sure to get caught up on what we've already put down via the archives. Remember, if you're following us on our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20 and you haven't yet subscribed, first, why the hell not? Second, get over there and do it. You like the show, you want to see us get a greater following, then subscribing to the show will really help in achieving that goal. Also, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, which is now home with the defunct Stitcher, Amazon, Audible, or whatever podcast app you listen to the show on because we're on all the big ones and all the small ones too. They Just pluck it. Pluck that RSS feed. Yeah, take it. Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't already know, our after-action report for this season that was posted over on YouTube has the raw video of your trusted handler and the hard slingers of yore, so check us out raw. Now, let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as World heart Hard 20 podcast presents the last show of Season 14 and the year, Episode 9 of Lot 27, The Epilogues. Merry Christmas, everyone, and yeah, I said it. So, you know, I'll, I'll edit all this shit out so it doesn't matter. But we're just going to. Too
1: bad. Then it's too good. Now it's too loud. Instead of too soft.
2: Right. <laughs> just exhaled happen, yeah. at
1: me and like, <laughs> I just got like what my dad used to do to me.
0: <laughs> you know, I had a dream about Mister D the other night. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually woke up crying. It was weird. Uh. Um God damn it! Don't make me do it again. I was there with my son, and oh. it was weird because Gavin was like wearing cutoff sh- jean shorts. He didn't have a shirt on or whatever, and I was like his age too. And I saw Mister D; he was at the grill. And I remember <laughs> walking past Gavin and walking up to him, and I just gave him a hug. <laughs> Got to leave right. that in for the audience. Damn it, he's, you he's talking about my pops <laughs> at the grill? <laughs> I can't lose well, my audio voice right now, but
2: uh. it, it's, this is the time, man. Uh, my dad died three years ago on the 19th. So the whole wow. week was just kind of meh for me. Yeah.
1: My dad's birthday was on the 16th of oh, this shit. month. Yeah. He would have been uh, 83 this year.
2: God, damn. Yeah.
0: Damn. Wow. He's been I wonder if that was like about No, cause I would have, I would have spoke to you before then. So I would have told you about the
2: dream by then. So
1: yeah, we'll raise a glass okay. to the old man. Uh,
2: raise the grass to the, the old great man. Cheers pops cheers pops hi cheers, a dad mr. I and go. mr
1: t so i got an insight of 14.
0: multiply so, that times five and that'll be the max that'll be the number to be looking at i don't want to use insight so much as like intuition and the yeah. uh that other one that we have because insight's a D thing i really well, want to try to stay with that
1: whatever name yeah
0: intuition and instinct Oh, so really intuition okay yeah intuition is would be the one that you'd put it as as a skill. Instinct is takes the places in of insight. Sorry. Instinct, fourteen,
1: and then you said it's times five. Times five. Oh, that's pretty
0: good. Yeah, so that would be your instinct. Like if you were using a strength check, how strength is whatever times five. So if I say you know make an if you want to make an instinct check or whatever, you're going to do that and try and roll under intuition. Is If you're a law enforcement or combat military, you get an extra 20% additional to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, bluff, one's ability to convince someone else, which is uh, your charisma. These are just skills that we're adding to demoralization. But the one that I wanted to present for the new AP is victimology, which nobody touches on that. And like when you're investigating… Well, when you're investigating like murders and you're trying to trying to look at this, what I wrote down is to determine how two or more victims may be connected. Profilers have a tendency to do that when they're putting together their, uh, you know, what this victim has in common with this victim, and so they start running the victimology and see what they all have in common. See if they've crossed sources with one particular unsub. So, so couldn't
1: I do something like that? Is an intuition going like, oh well? You know, what do these two people have together?
0: Well, not if they're dead. I mean, as an intuition, you could kind of see a pattern of the way that they're acting or what they may be doing by how things are set up. But as far as after they're dead, you're looking at the way the bodies were displayed or how they were killed, what time of day they were killed, how they were disposed of or dropped off. That's the kind of stuff you're looking at for victimology. Okay. Yeah. as in. It does run into into the other portions too, where you're, you know, were they both of the same race, same gender? Did they have the same job? You know, things like that. So,
1: yeah. Well, we wouldn't know their gender if they're dead. We'd have to. We can't
0: ask them. (laughs) No, they just can't dispute it. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) greetings, fellow Slingers. (laughs) Welcome to the Hard Twenty Podcast. Is your trusted handler Brian with me, my Hard Slingers of yore. into the fray yeah into the fray we have episode nine actually because the after action report would be episode eight episode nine of our lot 27 scenario the epilogue agents Odysseus Okami and Occam in the mountains above Glenwood Springs Colorado just as the last of Deacon Gray's Apostles fall The moon goes into a full lunar eclipse, bathing the entire mountain in a reddish hue. A few moments later, the eclipse begins to pass, returning the mountaintop and everything below it to normal again. You start hearing the insects and other animals begin to scurry and skitter about inside the brush. What's left of the moon grants you enough illumination to see at the center of the large stone ring, Next to the wooden box with runes upon it rests the jagged stone you've been following since New York, the artifact known as Spiritus Deimos, the Hex Snare. As Makamura holsters his sidearm and watches the two of you, he defers to Agent Odesso and Agent Kimura to take the lead. Hey, okay, well, it seems that we have
1: finally procured the thing that we have been searching for going across the U.S. here
2: yeah now the question we have is what it. We do with it
1: yeah now we have it what do we do with it especially if the legends are true that this thing harbors the agent of the apocalypse
2: yeah we have in our position an artifact that could bring about the end of the world in no figurative sense so this artifact has to be destroyed and I think we should be the ones to do it because the only way I'm gonna be able to sleep at night is to know that it is destroyed. So let's talk to Heisenberg and find out if he's got any ideas on how this thing gets destroyed because I don't wanna keep it. I don't think you wanna keep it. and I don't think giving it to somebody for safekeeping, air quotes, is gonna solve the problem. It needs to be destroyed utterly and completely.
1: I agree. I mean, why would we ever wanna keep any of the things that we bring home from these missions?
2: Well, you know, sometimes there's a point of validation to ensure that you, in fact, did go on that mission. It wasn't a product of your imagination, and you're not slowly declining into insanity. I'm, I'm but that's a topic for another so. day.
1: Yeah, I, do I look like your girlfriend? That, that's something yeah. you talk about with your lady friend, you know.
2: And then kill her <laughs> because she became the mission. <laughs> Love you, baby. Let me tell you this whole problem, and now I'm going to have to get you, let you go. <laughs>
1: I wonder if I can get the down payment back on that wedding cake.
0: I'm sure there's a country <laughs> song that represents Delta Green telling their uh, significant other why they've got to kill them. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later, there Texan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Okay, well, we have the item. I don't think we should linger here too long. We need to call Heisenberg, have him send some cleanup teams, and I think we need to find our way back to wherever we need to drop this off.
2: Well, let's go to the train station. And the reason uh, I say that is yeah, that'll give us an welcome. egress out of yeah. here.
1: I hear Makamura saying something there in the distance.
2: I'm getting cold here. Can we get off of this mount? Yeah, let's do that. Good call. Let's uh, police the bodies for anything that we may be able to use in identifying who dispatched them and who they are. And if we don't find anything, then we don't find anything.
1: Okay. Oh, well. I mean, I think we know who the bodies
2: are. We know they work for deacon gray but who are they and how did deacon gray get in contact with them are they part of a cult are they the same people we follow to the year uh you know let's yeah.
1: out of game uh, these are the guys that we followed from the train and all that Yeah, right? one of them so,
2: is
0: deacon gray so yeah
1: i think we know who they are I, you just want to check the pockets for loose change. You're still angry that you didn't get that million dollars from them. Yeah, we're going to
2: <laughs> we're gonna have to make a special purpose trip back for that. Uh, I'll tell Heisenberg all about that because I'm sure we could use some funding. And, and that money's sitting there cooling and it's uh, properly ours. Also, it bothers me is who are the other two bidders on this item? You know, maybe we could find that out. That may be worth it because what do they know and how did they find out about it? But uh, maybe that's a topic for another time.
1: That's something that we'd worry about after we've delivered this to Heisenberg. There's too much thought going in now. We have our plan of action. I think we need to execute it. Give the the man a call.
0: Sounds good.
2: Desso whip out his flip phone. Am I getting
0: reception on this mountain? You are, surprisingly. I mean, you're very high up right now. And it's late at night. It's almost midnight right now. Okay. I'll give him a call. It rings once, and the phone is picked up.
2: Odysseus, this is Agent Odysseus. Uh, we have a completely I know successful it is. Mission. We've had a completely successful uh, mission. We've recovered the artifact in question intact. We need a clean-up crew at our location. I'll send you the uh, GPS coordinates and a map pin. And uh, we've got another issue. We've right. got to destroy this artifact, and we'd like to do it. That is. Agent Okami and I want to do it.
0: That's a negative, Odesso. I need you to bring that in, and I want to debrief you in 12 hours. All three of you. Make sure Makamura's with you. Do not
2: destroy
0: that item.
2: Are uh, you saying that because you don't because you want it intact or you're afraid that we won't destroy it correctly?
0: I'm afraid that if anything within it gets out until we've had top men looking at it, <laughs> that this could turn into something that would have made the last three days a moot cause. Got it.
2: All right. We'll call you when we're off the mountain.
0: Well, wait a second. What mountain <laughs> are you on?
2: He gives him a map pin, tells him the tram location because we need a cleanup crew here.
0: Okay. Glenwood Springs, get a room, stay the night. I'll have a crew out there first thing in the morning to clean up the mess and a crew to bring you back.
2: Making me nervous about the crew to bring us back.
0: Why would you be nervous about that? I need to make sure that you have the proper security to bring that item back.
2: Just things have been weird. That last mission, the one before this one, put me on edge. I'm sure you understand why.
0: I do, and I think if anybody has earned your trust, it's me. Remember, I'm the one that helped keep your family alive while you and each were gone for six months.
2: I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten at all. See you in twelve hours. Yeah. Be thankful I didn't send you to Louisiana. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Hangs up the phone and then tells Okami, "This is what happened." They want to debrief us in 12 hours They're sending two teams for our security. Uh, I got to tell you, each, I'm a little nervous, especially after our last mission and what happened in the follow-up. Still a little edgy, if you know what I mean.
1: I'll keep that edge. A dull sword won't cut through bone.
2: But it does avoid the splatter. (laughs)
0: Shatters (laughs) of the bone.
2: (laughs) Got it. All right, let's... uh... Let's take a look at these bodies to see if there's any information that may be useful. Since we don't have a plan, let's gather information. You
0: go through the pockets of the three henchmen. There's nothing in any of the pockets. You do go to the individual that had the handgun. You find a wallet in his pocket. It's got ID for Isaac Bauer. You know him as Deacon Gray. Other than that, Just a few cards in that billfold, credit cards, some other business cards, one of them for Quantum Horizons, one of them for the auction house that you visited in New York.
2: Got it. Odessa will take the entire contents of the wallet, take a couple pictures. His plan is when he has time sitting in the hotel room doing nothing, he'll take pictures of the front and back of each card so he can turn the entire thing over and still have a record what was there.
0: So the night continues to wane on. I'm imagining that you leave the bodies there.
2: Yeah. The bodies,
1: the heads are coming with us.
0: Good. <laughs> so I was going to ask you about that. Here, here's a gold balloon.
2: <laughs>
0: so Makamura leads the two of you towards a sky lift, leads the three of you back down the mountain. You guys enter Glenwood Springs very late at night. There is one motel that's still open has vacancies it's called the keep it in nice
1: <laughs> i don't know the condition of how i look i've fought basically three opponents hand to hand with a sword and knives so i don't know if i am completely covered in blood i've beheaded two people one in the ceremonial cutting of the head after i sliced his in his belly open so i will I will let them go enter the place before. I don't want to walk in and draw any attention to me. If I look like I just ate a plate of mom's spaghetti.
2: desso has got his Barrett 50 cal slung to his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would uh, take that apart. And then uh, I did get shot. Is is that a problem for me? Am I bleeding or is it just simply just damage that I took? Have
1: Makamura go in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, what, why don't you give me a luck roll? Adesso? Luck roll good as long as it's not a search roll I'll be okay
1: roll high brother get that
2: hard 20. I roll high man and I rolled a 17.
0: 17 nice. yeah the bullet the bullet passed right through the damage that you took you still have that damage but mm-hmm. you're not bleeding out it's not life-threatening yeah, so I'm it's just uncomfortable where, yeah it's one of those things where you're just tighten it off you'll probably clean it off when you get in the room
2: yeah, ripped some it dirt on right it.
0: through. Yeah, so it's just a matter of cleaning up the wound at this point. Makamura goes in to the office. He's in there about three minutes. Comes back out with a key and says, "Okay, we got the room out here in the front. Let's go get you cleaned up, Odysseus." Yeah, thank you. And we try to get some clothes for you too, Okami. Yeah.
1: Wow. So am, am I looking pretty rough for wear?
0: You do. You look like uh you look like you've been sprayed with a red hose at nice. this point.
1: Look like as long as it ain't no bitches, I'm down with the hose. Let
0: me leave that in or cut that out. That <laughs> well, <no> one's fine. <laughs> absolutely intro, is fine. The he intro one him. that you
1: said, I don't know, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> so he leads you to room twenty three. You guys go inside. Right now it's probably about almost one in the morning. He says, I'll go ahead and take first watch. You two go and get cleaned up, get some sleep. And the night goes like that. The next morning, the both of you wake up and he didn't wake you up once. He just let you sleep through the evening. He gets you guys up about 5.30. Oh, I'm sorry, but there's this there's big white windowless van out in the parking lot right now. I think they're here for us. Yeah, probably are.
1: Well, if you're uneasy, Adesso, I can walk out there and meet them while you keep cover for me with your friend there.
2: I think we'll be okay. I mean, this is Heisenberg we're talking about, the guy who covered us for six months. Right, but we sure don't know we... if
1: these are the men that Heisenberg sent.
2: Good point, good point. Let's put it all together and put my friend together and say, "Each you, you have Overwatch now." Just at a curiosity, what are you
0: carrying this stone around in? The box. Well,
2: it's, it's not that heavy, the is it?
1: Right. It's got the protective sigils on it, so we know that it's going to be keep it safe. Yeah.
0: The box itself is cushion lined. It's twenty inches by uh, by twenty inches by twenty four inches so it's yeah. large enough for this thing to sit in there and you see that it has all these engraved burned in sigils all along it yeah. so even on the bottom of it
2: hopefully no one else can read just out of curiosity um does Adesso recognize any of the symbols like oh that's the symbol of power oh that's I'm going to give you a moment
0: when mm-hmm. each and Makamura go out into the front parking lot you are now alone in the room with your 50 cal and the box. You're going to have enough time to either watch through the scope or try to decipher
2: something off the box. I'm going to watch through the scope.
0: Okay. Sounds more like a roll
1: off to me. Adesso with his no. his
2: fetish. and No, no, no. He's well, already got The fetish is a collection fetish. The fact that he's got friends that he's got to watch out for takes precedence.
0: Yeah, these men are are part of your bond. So, But I was just curious what you would do in in a situation like that. So you're looking through the scope. Mm -hmm. You see the panel door on the van slide open. You see five guys get out. You see another van drive into the parking lot. Nobody gets out of that one. Each, you and Makamura go up to the five individuals that came out of the van. Makamura doesn't say anything. He lets you do all the talking. Okay. One of the five men comes to the point of the other four he's got a blonde handlebar mustache going down his jowls burly looking guy he's got these steel eyes lines at the corner you don't know if he's gone bald or he shaves his head intentionally the guy looks like a machine he looks at the two of you just kind of nods I thought there was going to be three of you.
1: We have one of us. uh, He had a case of the stomach flu. He's in the hotel
0: room still. He looks at one of his guys. Does he require medical attention?
1: No, I think he'll be fine.
0: Where's the stone? Well, we
1: have the package in the
0: hotel room. If That's what you're looking for. That is correct. What needs to be cleaned up?
1: On top of the mountain. I assume you have the coordinates. That's what we do. I just want to make sure
0: that it, yes, that's correct. Uh, There should be four bodies.
1: Most of them intact. Um, Other than that, I don't know what else you guys do for cleanup. If it's tracing fingerprints or getting rid of footprints and all that, but there's four bodies up there.
0: Hold for one, please. He puts his left hand up to his mouth and he pushes something at his wrist and he talks softly into it. You see the other van leave the parking lot and head back towards the direction of the skylifts. Okay. We'll take care of the bodies. We have orders to bring the three of you back with us to California. Okay.
1: All I'll right. extend my hand. And who is it I'm dealing with here? O'Rourke. I am O'Rourke. O'Rourke, another O-Name. Great. All right. Shake hands. This is Occam.
2: Occam, Odysseus
1: is
0: on the shitter. Come on in. Let's go. He points at two of his guys to stay with the van and motions for the other two to follow him towards the room.
1: Okay, as I turn around, I'll make a motion to the window that Agent Adesso is at and I'll hold a thumbs up in front of my chest so the agents can't see. And I'll just, uh, I'll just go like, we're okay. As far as I know. He seemed like a nice guy. What am I gonna do?
0: So O'Rourke and two of his men follow you towards the room. Let you open up the door. He looks inside and sees Odysseus. You Odysseus? I am. I'm O'Rourke. These men are with me. We're here to take you. We're here to escort you back to California.
2: Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's do it.
0: Where's the package at, Odesso? To my left. He motions for two of his men now to come into the room and secure the package.
2: If you guys wouldn't mind, just one minute. I want to take a look, a closer look at some of those glyphs. Just give me a second. I need the to two study guys them.
0: pause and they—they're like looking at O'Rourke. Like, is this okay?
1: And as they say, they do that. I go and I advise you not to look at those glyphs. I, as sure hell, as am not.
0: O'Rourke nods at them and let you do what you've got to do Odessa. okay what is it you want to do
2: Odessa wants to take a look at him if it looks like it would take longer than you know a couple minutes to recognize anything what does do i know what the glyphs are do i recognize any of them pieces of them
0: but uh-huh. it would take you probably a couple of hours to study them all okay whereas before I it probably would have taken you days if not weeks had you not already been studying aclo
2: he turns to o'rourke how long is it going to take us to get to california are we driving flying train what are we doing
0: the less you know about
2: it the better but we won't be driving just so you know one of the stops in the interim of transporting this box they went and talked to an old lady and she put these things on here i'm trying to determine if there's something connected to another mission that we had so if there's an opportunity for me to copy these symbols, I would appreciate it.
0: Either give me a charisma check or a persuade check. But know that there's a difference between the two. And if one of uh, them fails...
2: Uh-huh.
0: So you tell well, me which one you want to, to make. Well, real
1: quick, too, Adesso, if, if you ask this guy, and he says no, and that may get back to Heisenberg. If you... If I'm you don't want that. him to know that you're trying to read this shit. Uh, this isn't Ichi, this is me. If you're not trying no. to let it, him know that Adesso's trying to read this stuff, maybe.
2: No, I don't have a problem with Heisenberg knowing that Adesso's figuring out the actual language. I think it makes him an, uh, a more. Asset? Yeah, a bigger asset, a better agent. Because this stuff's weird. And if we can find out what's going on. And um, I, I know I keep liking to trace this down, bro. But I thought you did a real good job with the Lot 27 IP. And I'm thinking there's more here because there were two other bidders. And I there think are. that's an excellent opportunity to go. And it's like, well, what do they know? And so, okay, if he can read Aklo, I mean, the Greta Green thing, what she's talking about, there's a whole nother thing we could explore there. So she knows the language. She put the symbols on the box. It was for a purpose of some kind. I'd love to know what it was and how she figured out to put the symbols on the box. So I think it makes Odessa a better asset. And he, I'll I tell don't you think. what it does. So huh? Make an intuition check. Intuition. Rolled my intuition, and it's 60 under 75. Thinking about the other
0: bidders that may have tried to purchase this item, you realize that they probably would have not taken it to Gretna Green. They're probably completely unaffiliated with the Whisper of Ages.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, had these other two bidders either one of them had won it, there probably wouldn't be a box with runes upon it.
2: So I think it's even more important that we know. All right, so I want to roll a charisma check because my persuade is 30 and my charisma is 60. Okay, go ahead. 37 under 60.
0: So in your most subtle way, tell O'Rourke,
2: what you would like to do. I'd like some time to either photograph or copy these singles that are on this box that were put there by the lady who was in the intervening stop between our train station and our final destination, which was here. I think it would help us understand more about this artifact and, more importantly, who else may be interested in it.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Odesso, we're on a time limit. I'll give you one minute.
2: All right. And he whips out his phone and starts taking pictures. Okay.
0: There are six sides to the box. Okay. Roll a luck roll six times.
2: I rolled six times. Gotcha. And that's a D20, correct?
0: That is correct.
2: I rolled a 20. The hard Whoa, 20. God. The hard 20. Gold the balloon it, baby.
0: As he blows yeah. up the mic.
2: I rolled a hard 20. An eighteen.
0: Okay. A ten. Still pass. A, no, that's not a pass, sorry. A fifteen. Okay. A fourteen. Okay. One more. And an eight. An eight. So you got two fails, four passes, one with a hard twenty. So I'll give you five passes, one fail. Five of those photos turn out. One of them does not. It's irrelevant which one doesn't turn out. Just know that five of the six did. Got it. O'Rourke looks at you as you take your final picture. He gestures towards the box and his men. They immediately get in front of you, pick up the box, and both of them walk it out to the van without looking at the box. O'Rourke looks at the three of you and says, if you have anything else left in this room, get it and get on the van right now, please. We got to go. Odesso
2: grabs the 50 cal.
0: I
1: already had my Archie.
0: What is it? Uh, Architects
1: uh, papers tube with my sword in it. So I'm ready to go.
2: Okay.
0: And Makamura just has his sidearm in a holster. The three of you follow O'Rourke and his men out to the van. You guys get on board and he takes you to the closest airport. There's already a private jet on a runway Oh as you guys pull right onto the tarmac. Everybody gets off the van and he ushers you towards the loading ramp of this small plane. Everybody gets on board, they close the door, he raps twice on the cockpit cabin door, you hear the engines begin to spool up within three minutes the bird is airborne and flying to the west a short while later the bird touches down at the fullerton airport and there's already a car waiting for the three of you o'rourke signals for those same two individuals to get the box into the trunk he gets in the sedan with you one of the other individuals gets in the front passenger as you guys shuttle out of there and make your way towards Anaheim. You guys find yourselves at a nondescript church. It's probably about 1130 in the morning. The sedan pulls into the parking lot. There are no cars that you see. It stops O'Rourke gets out. The driver and the passenger get out. They both grab the box. And it work says, if you'll follow me, please. Very well. He leads you into the lobby of the church through these double doors. It's a foyer that's probably about 40 feet by 20 feet. There's another set of double doors on the far side. He opens those up and you see the rest of the church. You see all the pews. You see the pulpit. You see a cross on the back wall. And you see Heisenberg standing on the stage up there. O'Rourke and his two men escort the box and put it right in front of the pulpit, and then they take up posts along the right side. Heisenberg looks at the three of you says, Don't be shy, gentlemen. Okay. We'll we approach. Forward. As you guys make your way to the front, the doors close on their own. And he looks down at the three of you and he says, uh, it's been one hell of a ride getting this far. I'm going to have to debrief the three of you. What happened in Colorado?
1: You'll have to be more specific.
0: Well, I know that when I last spoke with you at the prep of the mission was in New York. And then along the way at Chicago Union Station, and then you told me that you had made it to Glenwood Springs. What happened at Glenwood Springs is what I would like to know.
1: You want to take this, Odessa, or do you want me to?
2: No problem. Well, we followed um, Deacon Gray, and he and his three henchmen took this box with the artifact in it. But before that happened, They sacrificed a young girl, about eight or nine years old, on the train. And they, as we came to find out, had bathed the artifact in her blood. They took the artifact up the mountain. We followed. And as midnight approaches, they were going to shatter the stone and presumably release the entity. We intervened at that point and executed all of them. Well, not executed all of them. We fought them when we killed them.
0: So there was a young girl's body that was left behind somewhere
2: correct well the the murder took place actually on the train somewhere between chicago and um colorado they took her and they kept her on the train deacon gray had sequestered not one but two train cars two private train cars that we were unable to search Mm. when we left the um train and made our way towards the mountain that's when her body was found so it was found in one of the private train cars they didn't care they moved on we were we are not connected and i don't think deacon gray has been connected to her murder as of yet
0: do you have any information on who this deacon gray is
2: yes i have his wallet he turns it over to uh, heisenberg
0: he takes it he looks at the id So we are confident that Isaac Bauer was indeed Deacon Gray.
2: That is correct. Isaac Bauer also made the reservation at the civilian hotel in New York.
0: So the intel we got about Bauer was correct. Now, what about him rendezvousing with this boat that belonged to Sunset Red?
2: I don't think that was their destination. I don't know what that was. It may have been just a a false flag or a way to throw off anybody following them our methodology was every time the train stopped we had some of our our team watching to make sure that he didn't get off and when it stopped here we didn't think he would get off but he did and when he moved we moved
0: at what stop did he got off at chicago correct
2: he got off at chicago we followed him they took the box to a church out in the middle of the boondocks and they met with a woman whose name is gretna green and she inscribed on the box those symbols that you see because they did not that box did not come with those symbols until she put them on there we talked to Gretna Green and uh, she basically told us what the problem was that Isaac Bauer Deacon Gray was looking to unleash the entity in the center of the stone she didn't tell us that the blood of the innocent was going to be necessary in order to aid in this we were unaware of it but she did give us a a window of how to destroy it she said that the blood must be consumed by a woman and if it's consumed by a woman it will destroy the entity
1: once the woman is killed i believe right
2: i think she died well gretna was not specific on it but she seemed to imply that whoever consumed the blood in the stone would also die
1: she also seemed diametrically opposed to deacon gray's movements in this sort of area
0: did she seem to have her own agenda
1: well she seemed to think deacon had his own agenda where hers was more of the whisper of ages agenda
0: Hmm. did you believe or should I say did you believe that she believed about the drinking of the blood by a woman yes
2: that she she volunteered that that. yeah she
0: she could be throwing us
1: throwing us off but she didn't strike me as that type to be trying to do that. She also did mention that uh, a daughter of hers, a certain person she called Anna. Anna Green? Potentially. But as soon as that name was spoken, the hackles on my neck, if we will say, raised up.
0: You think I know this is that same Anna from Tampa that tried to have you guys waxed?
1: I only know one Anna and when she said that for some reason things sort of went together for me I don't know if they're correct Hmm. but I've been learning to trust on my instinct more and more these days so while I don't think that this woman poses a threat I mean I don't think we should send someone out to clean her I think that if anything we could keep her in the loop and find out because she seemed, like I said, against the path that Deacon Gray is trying to lead this thing.
0: Well, unfortunately what she describes though, the stone would still have to be shattered and the blood or the essence or whatever's in this thing will have been spilt out. So whether she's right or wrong, to try to prove the validity of what she says, the stone would still have to break. And we don't I'm, want the stone to break.
1: I'm not suggesting that, sir. <laughs> in fact, this woman had some sort of power where both Adesso and I were a little bit stonewalled when she approached. So there is some sort of power about her that, that she emanates. So in, in in my humble suggestion, it's not a situation that needs to be stamped and wiped clean, if anything Let this sit for a little bit with her, keep her alive. And we can find out more if we need to, because she has a vast knowledge of information of these cultists who are against the
0: other cultists. (laughs) Do you feel at any way that the three of you may have been compromised by this woman? Oh, I was not in there. Don't, don't put me in with these two. (laughs)
2: I was taking care of
0: Johnny, the driver. He, I was with him the whole time. It's Joey.
2: Joey. It's Joey. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) I was with. No, we don't
2: think we were compromised at all. She actually—it's very strange. She seemed to want us to kill her, which was very unusual. But she's well versed in the whisper of ages, and she has a very strong command of the Acklo language i can tell you with 100 percent certainty the symbols on that container are indeed from the aqua language and i, I want to say that they're protective symbols containment symbols they're not to ward people away from it but more to can keep what's inside inside so i think mm-hmm. it would be a tactically unsound decision to take the crystal out of the box those sigils are there to protect it not to um
1: So did she screw him over? Actually put it to keep it in there and not help protect it for its ultimate
2: goal? Using my intuition, Adessa would say, no, it is in order to keep it from breaking and transfer.
0: The box was designed to keep it from breaking and transfer. If you remember, she had put the symbols on for his victory, much to her chagrin. She didn't want to do that. Or at least that's what she told him she had put on the box. That's what I was saying. He made the detour there to get this thing blessed for his victory. So, it would be... I would say it would be open to interpretation, but it would actually be open to translation. And with only five of the six sides taken a picture of, you would have to try to go off what you learned from those five sides to see if that was really what happened
1: always get access and take another shot at that box if you want, brother. Maybe not in front of Heisenberg. I don't know if he'd allow it.
0: Well, well here's my thought, man. Hypothetically. Odesso, What would you have us do to protect this? Or would it be your suggestion to actually break the stone?
2: At the way things have gone... The stone has been immersed in the blood of an innocent. It is ripe for breaking. But we should only break it when we have a woman who is willing to consume the the, the blood inside to destroy the entity. The, the risk that it poses is far too great. If we're not going to break it open and destroy it, we should cleanse the stone and make sure that it cannot be broken until we are 100% ready to do it.
0: But if there were two levels, the first bathing it in blood and second breaking it, then the first level's already been removed. Correct. You'll never be able to completely clean this stone.
1: Well, then drop the stone in a box of fucking hot lead and let it solidify. Is that your
0: suggestion, Each?
1: I don't think we should be messing with any of this. We're not the ones to be breaking open a stone and find some pure woman to consume this. We don't know if Gretna Green is telling the truth or not. Well, that woman shook us with her very presence, and she was an old woman.
0: I will definitely take both of your suggestions under consideration. Makamuro, what do you suggest? Oh, I, I don't have a suggestion. I just uh, I go with the flow, G.I. I'm an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, it's too dangerous piece. to be left,
2: especially with the first seal broken. Well, the first level of ability to breach has been ha- has occurred. We it needs to either be sealed away for all time or broken and disposed of. There's I don't see any middle ground here.
0: Well, I just wanted your input so when I file my report I can put it down. But unfortunately, the decision will be made by people whose levels much higher than my own. All I can do is bring forth your suggestions and let it ride at that. These men here along the wall, they're not just here to keep you three in check. They're here to keep me in check as well.
2: Well, there's another thing. There's a a million dollars in change in a a safe over at the auction house that uh, should be the property of the FBI, air quotes here, so we could um, go and get that. I would suggest that you send a team to do that. Retrieve it from the auction house. They're expecting it.
0: As you're saying this, you see O'Rourke bring his left hand up to his mouth and whisper something in it. Holy fucker. And then bring it back down. Well, are we I guess okay, the, Heisenberg? The final question I would have to ask is, are you fit for duty? Yes. Each.
1: This was a cakewalk compared to previous ones. Send me on more of these. I like these.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm currently following a development that's occurring in DC right now. I'll get back to you next season. Hell yeah. (laughs)
2: What dude, about I, me? I'm ready for the duty too. Dude, you
1: you fucking threw us under the bus, boy. Why did not do that? That was Joe. Don't lump
2: me in with these two. Okay, dude,
1: <laughs> fucking, uh, I was about ready to say Heisenberg. Who is he talking to? <laughs> when he was talking to, on his wrist, you know, like
0: the know. Omega. Oh, All right, oh. put it
1: back in. Heisenberg, who he's talking to?
0: I don't know. That's somebody whose pay grade is above mine. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Heart 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that 5-star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll Hard 20 so if you're into watching and you want to help support this show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at Hard 20 podcast at gmail.com. Or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at Patreon.com RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next time. Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.